Recorded live. You're rocking out with Music IMTV. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Music IMTV. Also subscribe to the YouTube channel, Music IMTV. Tonight, I got a very, very, very special, special guest on the line that I'm about to get an interview from. Most of y'all are, I'm sure y'all know the group PM Dawn from like 1988, R&B and hip-hop duel um on the line i got doc g he was half he was um part of the whole entire movement of pm dawn so i'm about to get him right in and get this exclusive interview and it's an honor to actually have him online and actually for him to take the time to do this with me doc g what's good doc g hey man what's on what's up baby got to the dawn uh thank you to the gods above, I'd like to say what's up to God, all the utopianites, all the docaholics, and all true lovers of the music and the truth out there. Um, thank you for having me. Uh, 2015 is starting off for me with a truly tremendous blistatic bang, and I'm grateful for all the blessings that God has bestowed upon me so far. Salute, salute, good brother. I really appreciate you for actually taking the time, you know, like I said, for giving me this interview, you know, because I definitely want to um know, you know, about PM Dawn. I am a huge fan, and I'm sure the fans want to know, like, updates, you know, so that's why I definitely had to get this exclusive interview from yeah, you. Yeah. Um, I definitely want to know, what um what was, like, the first um song y'all ever did together? You know, like, how, and first and foremost, how did y'all get, how, how did y'all connect? Um, you and Prince B connect together? Well, I'm going to tell you like this. Um, the way me and Prince B connected, me and Prince B have been rocking for years because Prince B is my paternal, he's the oldest cousin and the oldest grandson to my grandmother Ruby Little's car. Um, as I recall, we were in my Aunt Cheryl's bathroom at a house, at her house in a New Jersey, and uh, yeah. I believe it was East Orange, and he first put me on to the concept of us, you know, getting together, making a group, and I had problems growing up in Far Rockaway, New York, you know, Queens, New York, but yeah. Far Rockaway is like this, you know, I haven't been to New York in like two years because I moved out to Mississippi, and I'm loving it down there. Shout out to my family members who, you know, I know they're suffering. My my heart goes out to, uh, you know, people who are suffering right now from uh, Snowstorm Juno. Yeah. And um, basically um, what happened is uh, <clears throat> what's bothering me is uh, I just – I had so much going on. I was this nerdy kid. I was under five feet tall. Well, maybe like five four, something like that. And the same size fourteen sneakers that I have now, I had then. You know, I'm six two now. I wasn't six two back then in the eighties. And um, cashiers try to pick on me and everything. And I finally, you know, uh, I got this pretty girl. You know, I was working at McDonald's, and. This guy, uh, I'm not going to say names, 
he was like one of these local punk drug dealers from Edgemere and, um, you know, Edgemere Projects. And he went to jump me with his goons. And unbeknownst to me, because I was so tired from working overnight shifts at McDonald's, my stepfather, Adonis Gary, and that name is important. My stepfather, Adonis Gary, was driving the Q22 bus. So when they tried to put hands on me, my stepfather jumped up, and we beat their fucking ass together. Mm. And the dude put out some type of weird hit on me, and it got back to me. I think he, I think it was like four four stacks. You know, I'm, I'm an older dude. We say four thousand dollars. You younger guys say four stacks now. I'm cool with it though. <laughs> and um, you know, so I didn't want to cause no problems for my mom and my two younger brothers. I didn't tell them about it. I signed paperwork and went to the military mm. this way, you know. And so my fam was probably pissed because he was like, you know, I had this vision to do this group and you in the military now. So I'm, I'm swabbing the deck on the USS Orion in the Navy. I turn on the radio while I'm swabbing the deck. For those of you who don't know what that means, it means I'm mopping the goddamn floor. And um, that's when I turn on the radio and I hear, da, 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 da. and I'm like, no, like, that's my fucking squad. I'm supposed to be there, you know. Mm. So I missed all of that. I missed all of that shit. It was like robbed of me because I beat up a bully slash drug dealer. Um, and, you know, I was content with that. But Prince B, with his crazy fat ass, decided that, you know, since he had money, he was going to try to find Doc G. <laughs> and so he he used some of his money, his early money, to chase me down to get me to go AWOL from NATO. And I wouldn't bounce. You know what I mean? Yeah. He kept trying to look for me, you know. He got as close as Sicily. But as he told me when he got there, the boat, had already, he saw, like, you know, the boat and the horizon, like, he was late. And so he, he he was looking for me. And I know because by the time I was getting out, we got to have a conversation. But the reason why I got out was because it was around, I want to say it was January 15, 1992. Yeah. You know, that whole thing with KRS-One went down. Yeah. And um, my mother, that following February for Valentine's, my mom, God bless her, you know, she always mailed me the cardboard boxes stuffed with Hostess fruit pies. I don't have the sweet tooth I had back in the day, but uh, I love the Hostess fruit pies. And so what mom did is she would mail me a cardboard box and she mail a Valentine's card. Only this year, the Valentine's card, and I still got the newspaper clipping, and you can see the newspaper clipping on my, on my Doc of the Dawn Instagram and on my uh, Facebook page on the photos. Um, it was a photo of the group, and it was, look what they did to your, your your family. And so I got the early out because KRS attacked them. Mm. Yeah, I got the early out for that. I wasn't no insane ultimate fighter dude or nothing like that. I was just a person who loved his older cousin and was determined to do whatever he could to make sure that shit didn't happen again. Right. You know, 
my my story is a real simple story when it comes to PM Um I was I was a fucking a waiter, a secretary, uh, a bartender, a chauffeur. I was Prince Peace everything for a number of years. Uh, mm. When I came out of the military, August twenty third, ninety three. And they dropped me at uh, DJ Nitt Mix's door, and then he brought me to B's house. He was living in uh, New Jersey at the time, Jersey City. And um, yeah. basically, um, I noticed he had a lot of punk-ass fed people in his life. Some of them were like relatives. One of them was his youngest, one of his youngest brothers. You know, people who were just, you know, just very dishonest and were just users. Um, he had the one brother who was addicted to marijuana, but, um, you know, and would do, he didn't care about him. He just, you know, kind of used him, like, as long as he could. And B had him in the house because he was trying to keep him in school and keep him from screwing up, you know, stuff right. like that. He had He had the girlfriend who was, you know, the girlfriend appeared to be cool, but for some reason didn't really get along with me. For whatever reason, none of his girlfriends ever got along with me. Prince B's girlfriends? Yeah, I have this unique ability. I'm like Lord Lion, though. It's like I have sight beyond sight. So when bitches come around with that, oh, I love him, I never heard of him, and I go, I see the bullshit. So. Right, and, and and I'm never wrong about this shit. You know what I'm saying? So was you around? Was 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 you around when the first album dropped? I wasn't around when the first album dropped. When no, the first album know, dropped, I was in the military. Uh, right, right. I, I and was, then I was, was go ahead. Yeah, I was around right after the second one dropped. Right. So, oh, okay. So you were you 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 wasn't around on the Bliss album. Nah, I came in after that was done, and they was reaping the awards, basically. It was like, Boys and Men basically owned that summer with End of the Road, right? I mean, mm-hmm. even though I Die Without You was dope, when people think of Boomerang, like when they think of the awards, they think of Boys and Men, and they think of the collabo with Babyface and Tony Braxton, you know what I'm saying? As right. far as awards go, but... When people think about, but but I feel like we had the best thing because when we go to Red Lobster, cats would always come up to us and be like, "Oh, this is my wife. This is my newborn child. She, he or she was conceived off of I Die Without You." Mm, yeah, cause that think, song, that song became yeah, a huge hit. I think we got the best. <laughs> I think we got the best part of the deal, you know, because it it wasn't never four of us, you know. And just let's be clear, Prince B did all of the work in the beginning. He was writing, he was producing, you know, yeah. everything was based off of his style, his image, and everybody was along for the ride. Um, I didn't come into the mix until he did the Stone Free album. Mm. And, you know, that was the... The Jim well, Hendrix was that like review. Jesus Swept? It was like 1995? No, no, no. That was before Jesus Swept. That was like, I want to say it was 93, 94. That was like, that was the Jimi Hendrix tribute album where we did You Got Me Floating. It was after the Bliss album. Yes, it was after the Bliss oh, you album. You be correct. Oh, okay, okay. Right. And so 
And then I was there during the whole Jesus wept there's Christian years. And when his health started fading, um, I, I can't really say we had a falling out. What yeah. what happened to us was that he had a baby, you know, Christian, and I told him his wife wasn't shit, and he didn't believe me. And I'm like, okay, but, you know, I'm letting you know what it is. He was like, all right, well, you know, I want the kid to have a good life. I got to yeah. have it in my life, so I got to choose her over you. I'm like, all right. I didn't hate on him. I did what I right. did. I packed my shit, moved, did my own thing, started doing, like, indie shit. Like, I was under the when did y'all, when, 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 um, when, when did y'all separate? What year? Ah, I wouldn't say it was, like, 99, something like that. Yeah, 99. Oh, well, Definitely. that was after the Dearest Christian John, right? Yes, that was after the Dearest Christian John. Because y'all dropped was, that in 1998, if I'm correct? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then what happened, you remember back in, in uh, was it, 95, when Jesus Wept dropped, Jesus Wept was supposed to be really dope. And then uh, what happened was yeah, his youngest actually, brother. What happened to that? I'll tell you what happened. His youngest brother, DJ Minimix, is a punk. And he raped his 14, then 14-year-old female cousin. But what they called it was, uh, what I'm looking for the right word. Uh, I believe it's called sodomy. Yeah. Underage, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, yeah, um, yeah, I think, yeah. Yeah. And he, he got off because the kid felt guilty about it. And because of his act of stupidity, she is, her, her life has been nothing but turmoil. She's like a heroin addict and everything. And I haven't heard from her in years. You know, it's one of those things where she used to come to us to go, and I had to shut it down because it's like you can't call us up and be like, I need $600 for diapers and baby food. I'm like, bitch, I raise kids. You can't tell me you need that for that. So it was like I made a power move, and it's something that I regret, but it needs to be done. And it's it's completely on me because I'm the one that told me, no, we're not giving any more fucking money. That's it. Right. I told her, what we're going to do, instead of giving your ass money, we're going to give you a bus ticket. I told her that the girlfriend I had at the time would be more than happy. We would keep the baby for her. And I promised her nobody would take your baby from you because I love you. She was like a little sister to me. You understand? And her older sister is like a twin sister to me. So, like... I would never do nothing to hurt the kid. And um, I wish she would have had more. I wish she would have had more courage, but I understand what she didn't. And I wish that my aunt, my late aunt, would have did the right thing and put the dude in jail because he deserved to be in jail. But right. sometimes people buckle under family pressure and everything, but it's like, my aunt is dead, and nobody can make that up to her. She wasn't lying. Her daughter was raped by a grown man, and nobody made that up to her. So I'm grateful that she's in heaven, and I'm grateful that she was exonerated because everybody made out to be this money-hungry person. But in all actuality, she was just fighting for her. She was fighting for her, her daughter's, you know, innocence. And, um, right. you know, you shouldn't did this all affect you? Like um, all this, did this all affect you? Like it, it, it you know, as you move me, forward, 
No, I'm going to tell you how it affected me. It affected me in the sense that whenever family beats happen, I have to make a decision for who I'm going to rock for. Mm. You know, I always ride for Prince B, but I always ride for my younger siblings. Right. In that sense. So it was like Prince B did nothing wrong. And because of a mistake that Kurt Lodo on MTV made, he if he would have said that the DJ did it and the DJ was removed, that would have been fine. But Kurt Loda made the mistake and said it was Prince B. That was a horrible thing to do, and it wasn't fair to him. And he almost lost his life when that happened because when Jesus wept was anticipated, it had great interviews and Rolling Stone and everything. It was the third PM Dawn album, and it was a dope record. It's still a dope record, and it's, it's polarizing. You know what I mean? It's like, it's one of those things where, like, you listen to a Drake song, and it's like, that's what Drake... Nah, man, people were saying... Nah, people were saying, like, these were, like, the Drake from back in the days. Yeah, let me tell you something about Drake. I like to call him Canada, because I think that's dope. He's like... I I, I think he's like the Bret Hart of (laughs) hip-hop. You know what I mean? Yeah. Best there is, best there was, best there ever will be, that sort of thing. But um, no, I'm 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 just I'm just messing around. But what I'm saying is this: um, I like Drake because when cats come at him, he's not afraid to get at him lyrically. I so desperately wanted to get at Kareth one for what he did, right? So yeah. much that I almost yoked his ass up at a club in Queens back in 2010. When he came out there, and that punk motherfucker was so scared that he wouldn't perform South Bronx in Queens. And I yeah, because I wanted to ask you. I really, I, I, I didn't like want to get into it, you know. But I was like, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna ask him. I'm like, you know, what happened to that KRS-One situation? Shit, you know what I mean? I'll tell you that... what happened, bro. I'm gonna tell you what happened. I'm telling you from the second hand. I'm going to just say like this. The reason why I never actually tried to put hands on nobody, it wasn't done to me individually, and Prince B went out of his way to tell me to leave it alone. Okay? Right. Now, again, I don't claim to be the baddest person on earth. I'm just not the softest person on earth. I do not claim to be a murderer. I'm 42 years old. I have no criminal record, and I like it that way. For the record. Now, this right. is happening. Prince B said a couple of things in a magazine, not knowing that the guy who was interviewing him was like a KRS-One DDP loyalist. He twisted Prince B's words and rewrote the words to sound more aggressive, like he was dissing KRS-One. Oh, wow. And so when Prince B was performing at that club, he gave a speech to his whole staff and said, yo, KRS in the building. I want everybody step that came up because this is my hero. I mean, you know, it's so documented, and if it isn't, I'm going to let it be known. KRS one was actually one of Prince B's favorite rappers growing up, along with Dougie Fresh, you know. And, um, you know, my favorites was all Queens rappers and Big Daddy Kane, real talk. That was that was that was it for me. It was like 
Run DMC, LL Cool J, fuck everybody else. Then Big Daddy King, I'm like, okay, Kane is lyrical. Add Kane to the list. Um, Rob Bass and Easy Rock, honorable mention with me because they the ones that my mother started dancing with us when, when, when you know, like, like we were so silly that my mother would be like, hey, what do y'all want for dinner? Like, you know, you know what I want, Mom? I want to rock right now. Like, that's how stupid we yeah, was yeah. in our house in the projects. Like, and we used to crack it up all the time. And we used to, and my mother, Run DMC, man, they, they, they would ramp it through the house because, like, Mom would whoop her ass and we'd do something, and I'd be like, Mom, why you hit me like that? She'd be like, because it's whose house? Mom's house. Like, that's how she used to keep us in check. She'd scream on us like that. Run DMC. Yeah. She she was doing it all the time. She she woke up and like, I would pass to the school's house. Say what? And it's like, even though we had a house, we'd be right there. Mom's house. It was hilarious. I mean, you know, she kept the household strict for fair. You know. Yeah. But um, but getting back to that that whole KRS thing. So he jumped on, kicked a, a pregnant dancer in the stomach. I don't know what happened with that. Heard a rumor he it out of court. I don't know what the deal was. But um, what he did was ass nine and stupid. And a couple of years ago, Rampage did an interview with this dude, Greg Saparita, in Beach the Psalms in Boston. And he told me, yo, Rampage, last week, I said he wanted to talk to you, Doc. Here's his number. I called Rampage up. He was in Arizona. He said, yo, man, I'm meaning to hit you for a minute. I owe you an apology. I said, for what? Because I, I don't even know you. And he was like, for what happened that night to your blood? He said, Flip Mode's in the building, Ice-T, Black Sheep, all these castles in the building. And he said, nobody did nothing. I jumped in. Somebody should have did something. And he said, I just wanted to apologize to you for that. I don't know what made him even seek me out like that, but he, he said that. That's how grimy it was. There was cats there that could have done something about it, but everybody was jealous because PM Dawn was coming, Arrested Development. Remember, what Drake is doing now, they called alternative hip-hop. We did it. Era yeah. Dawn, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, my yeah it was like pop, 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 hip-hop. Something yeah, like I remember when, um, and it's funny because, like, VH1 won't put PM on the hip-hop honors, but... I remember when they banned I Die Without You from VH1, even though it was a slow jam because they said it was a rap group and we don't play rap music. Could you imagine how hilarious it is that VH1 would ban a video because it's a rap video? Knowing oh, what they do man. now. And it was, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I was harmonizing like, everything up in there. I still like VH1, MTV, BT, for all the good that they did for hip-hop. They destroyed it, the foolish thing like why does why does love and hip hop exist? With with the divorce rate, with with so many babies, mothers and fathers, and adultery and infidelity, do we really need love and hip hop? Do we need these ignorant things? You know, right. music is what's, supposed what's... to be about unity and love. It's not supposed to be about separ- separation and stupidity and and disrespect for women or disrespect for men. I mean, like you know. Why, right. why does why does why does Peter Gunn get paid being on TV? I'm like, mm. I'm not dissing him, but I'm I'm like, oh, you haven't, oh, you haven't I, made I, a hit record 
you're only relevant because Shaq was your boy. So I'm like, why why are you on television perpetuating that you care about women when you when you play them? I'm like, I'm like, yeah. come on, man. I'm like, if it was if if you were doing Uptown Baby or musical, I would understand. But I'm like, why are you why are you even here? I'm like, at some point. Like I would like I got two sons, right? Yeah. I show them I step up and I show them a better example, you know what I'm saying? I would never be on a first of all, I struggle because I work regular jobs in between my music. You see what I'm saying? That's right. We've been offered to do things in the past, surreal life type bullshit and everything. And I shut them down because I'm like, yo, I'd rather be able to walk tall like a real man and say, I ain't never did reality shows because I'm not a sucker. I don't I don't need that. You know? Uh, people be like, Oh, why you do that? But you, you get famous real fast. Yeah, you get famous real fast. You get feminine. Yeah, I was real gonna fast. ask you about I was gonna ask you about reality shows too. I'm glad you got into that. I don't rock with them. I don't like them. All right. Not, not actually just not true. There's certain reality shows I deal with, if you call it out. I watch On Stars because it's about a dude who runs a business with his dad and his son. It's family-oriented. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I watch Storage Wars because when you look at, you look at Storage Wars, you got dudes coming out trying to run their business with their wives, what the dude is running with with his son. So I mean, it's it's real life. It's people conducting legal business. It's not I'm gonna slap shit out of Sneakwood because she looked at me the wrong way. And I don't play that girl. Like I look at some of the shit like I look at Hollywood exes and all this other nonsense, like I saw I've seen a lot of chicks that was relevant in the late 90s and the early 2000s. Like, I saw the bad bitch from, from Girlfriends on a Hollywood show with with the, the young fat bitch from, uh, from Moesha. I can't remember the name of the show. But I'm like, why are y'all playing yourselves? Right. And then they got, and then they got Elise Neal on there, you know, and Elise Neal, you know, cool actress, but, you know, you know what the deal about Elise Neal. It's like, you can't afford Angela Bassett or Holly Berry. You call Elise Neal. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you know you can't afford you can't afford you know Regina King. You right. call Elise Neal. It's <laughs> like you know. So I'm like, really? This is this is what y'all do? I mean, <laughs> like this is what you bring. <laughs> I'm like, you know, I saw two chicks from Girlfriends on that show. I can't remember the name of the show. I think it was called, like, you know, I used to be famous 10 years ago or something. I don't know. Yeah, but, um, uh, uh, um, I, I wanted to ask you, Doc G, how yeah. was it performing uh, actually on stage, like, in front of 50,000 people and, like, uh, oh, you actually, you know, with Guru, you know? Well, let me tell you I'm, what that was about. I'm going to tell you something, all right? I'm not just, you know, first let me say shout to the Gangstar Nation. Shout to Bumpy yes. Knuckles. Even though he never get at me when I asked him to play my shit on the fry or the fly, it's so good. <laughs> he like, I ain't messing with him. He's from PSL. 
You know? <laughs> but but <laughs> yeah, I still, yeah. still I still wish them a happy birthday in Mangleville. So shout shout to Bobby Knuckles, so, aka Freddie Fox. And shout to Corrupt Mouth. But um what I'm saying is this Sam. Guru, every time I see Guru, I met him one time. Right? And every time I saw Guru, I see him like four or five times after I met him. And I always run into him in a mall or somewhere, in Queens or somewhere. And he'd always be like, hey, yo, little man, how are you doing? Hey, yo, where your cousins at? How are you doing? Everybody good? You know, stay up. Real. He would, he would always say, like, the same shit, but it was always cool to see him. And he always got a kick out of the fact that I could imitate him. Like, I would always bust rhymes to imitate Guru. And just sometimes just to crack him up, just on the fly, just seeing him, I would try to kick little rhymes. Like, I'd try to kick an LL rhyme and make him laugh. I'd be like, when I'm alone in my room, Zana stare at the wall. And you start laughing, staring at me like, you know, Doc, you're a fucking clown, Doc. For real. <laughs> like, shit like that, the Guru. And so, so you definitely had a relationship with Guru. But listen, we wasn't close friends. It's just I, every time I would go fucking shopping, Is that when you were around Google. each other? Mm. Huh? Oh, oh, every just, time y'all bumped into each other. Every time we bumped into each other, I would try I to do something. I would try to imitate him and make him laugh at me imitating him. Mm. Like yeah, sometimes you know, he was, you was on stage with a lot of... You did tour with a lot of people, did you? Well... I try, like I did shows with Digital Underground. Uh, right. Right. You know, I was gonna say, let me tell you, Digital Underground, they manager Bobby Bassoon gave me my first break as a solo artist, mm. and I always be grateful to him and Entertainment Artist National. He right. saw something in me when other people didn't, and uh, I always be grateful to Prince B because Prince B was the first person to try to jump off my solo career. Right, right. You no, know, like, the SPM Dawn fan that remember me opening the show before I actually joined PM Dawn as a solo dude. And uh, Prince B was my DJ for that. A lot of people don't know Prince B is a nasty fucking DJ when he wants to be. So... Mm. That's dope, man. Salute to Prince B, too, man. I notice, you know, you are the only active member of the PM Dawn group. You're still actively, you're still doing tours, you still release music. Is that correct, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, um, what's, what's, what's the latest, you know? What's your latest tour? What's the latest music? Well, I'm waiting you for know, the tour. I got, I got some project coming. Yo, it's so ill, I can't even talk about it, B, because I signed paperwork. I can't talk about it. All I'm saying is mm. shit is going to drop in like two weeks. And when we see it, I'm going to post the links on the Facebook pages. You know, I run the Facebook page, PM Dawn, and the Doc G at PM Dawn. And I also run Yeah, I was going to ask you that. You do run most of the page and stuff like that, right? Yeah, do you I run, run the Twitter? I run all that shit. I run all that. I got the Twitter, at official PM Dawn, and at the undisputed Doc G. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so I, yeah, I run, and you, I run all the so, so you're still doing tours and stuff like that, right? You still I'm, I'm doing tours, but I took a break because um, a lot of people don't know it, but, you know, Doc 
Doc had a couple of internal problems back in 2013, like, you know, um, uh, most of 2014. Basically, um, and I say this because, you know what, I want to educate men because a lot of times you think that because you you pay your bills and you might satisfy your lady one way and you think they, you know, they stick around. Well, my ex, without warning, took my children while I was at work. I was on the road. And she took my children, bounced on me, and uh, left to be with some ex-dude that she met on the Internet just because the dude told her that he had a house. I, I'm like, I had a house, too, so what are you talking about? <laughs> you know, it's just right, funny right. stuff. And I'm oh. going to tell you something, all right? I'm going to tell you something about rights. One of the biggest misconceptions that men, especially younger black men don't understand. Just because she's the mother doesn't mean she's not held to the same standards as you in court. You can't, and I live in Mississippi, right? Mm -hmm. I can't speak for how it goes in New York, but in the state of Mississippi, no. You cannot snatch children. You can't kidnap your children and go through five different states and think it's okay. So my advice to the Young men or old men out there going through it, get an attorney, handle your business, because she's breaking the law. She's violating your parental rights, and a judge will not allow it. And that's that's what happened with me. I served the chick with papers. She was a doofus, and she played herself. She didn't show up in court. She even desecrated the papers and mailed them back to the judge because she really thought she had it like that. And... I'm happy to say that on uh, January 7th, I was awarded full custody of my two boys. Blessings to that. Yeah. And um, with a restraining order. Hmm. And I drove down to where they were, got the local police, banged on the door, got my kids back. Yeah, I is exclusive, you know, to all the listeners, everybody listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's all you know, This is exclusive, exclusive interview from one of the members of PM Dawn, Doc G. He's the he's the only one that's active still for PM Dawn. You know, Prince B had his stroke, you know, um had like three of them, you know. Um God bless him, he's still here, you know. Yeah. Now I'm know, a, but, I'm a point this out. This is I exclusive. I'm going to say this. I talked to him. I'm going to drop this for you, Tony. I talked to this dude a couple of days ago, and he told me he's coming out with some new music. He's coming out with some new solo Mm. music. Y'all hearing it right here, man. Prince B, that's the other half of the PM Dawn, you know what I mean, which is is Doc G and Prince B, and y'all hearing it straight from Doc G. Prince B will be coming out with some music, too, and Doc G does do music. You know what I mean? Also, too, you know, but they still keep that bond. That's that's the good thing, the relationship. Yeah, you know? it's like we have our we have our disagreements up and down, but you know, that's still my brother from another mother. Right. And, you know, you know, you know your he, songs touch a lot of people in this world. You know, and I'm yeah. gonna say it, man. Your 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 songs, your songs is forever. Like them songs are like forever, ever. Like them songs can be heard like 20 years from now. You know, over and over and over again. 
You know, Appreciate so it. That's, a, that's a blessing, you know, that's a blessing, you know, because I grew up on that music. I was only like, like what, 16? You know, I, I was born in 72, so I was only like 16, 17 listening to your music, and now yeah, I'm so 42. I'm 42 going on 43 in September, and I'm still listening to your music. Like Yo, music this is going to shock the shit out of you, V, but my birthday is September 6th. I'm going to be 43. Mine is the 12th, bro. So we both Virgos. How about that? Wow. Wow. That's that's crazy. That's <laughs> really B, crazy right there, yeah, man. And, and yo, B is May 15th. Hey, yo, hey, yo, Doc G, man. Hey, yo, hey, yo. Hey, yo Dr. Giggles. What up? <laughs> Or Bliss Boy. Or Bliss oh, Boy. Oh, oh, he hit me with all of the names. Oh, 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 oh. oh he hit me with the names. Wow. I had to. I had to. I was keeping that in the tuck. <laughs> he hit me with the Explain names. to me. <laughs> I think I ain't old, been bro. paying attention. <laughs> no, it, it never gets old, B. It never gets old. No. <laughs> Listen, um, you came out with a with a with a best of PM Dawn in two thousand, didn't you? No, nah, that wasn't me. That was uh Surgeon. That was V two. Mm. Okay. Basically, okay. I'm, I'm gonna tell you what that was. Yeah, yeah. That was uh, you know. Um, and I can only go by what was told of me. You know, I don't like yeah, to yeah. open up old wounds, but I like to no, uh, no. Let, let allow me to get my seat at the point. I'm asking you, so you know, you know how that goes. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Let's, let's ask away, because you know, one thing about Doc, Doc is not a bitch. He's gonna tell it. Right, right. He's gonna tell it. So here's where that went down is that TM Dawn never should have left G Street. You know what I mean? Um. Basically, classic examples of John Baker being a sucker for love. Basically, he uh, he was in love with other members in the hip hop industry, and money yeah. that should have went to the Tim Dorn budget went to other things like, you know, that that five star album by RZA called Bobby Digital. Remember that? Yes, indeed. Yes, remember yes, that indeed. classic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the no, that, that was that was a classic. B B Y D R G I T A L. I was waiting for you to do the. I was waiting for you to do the. That was the rhyme of the month, wasn't it? Didn't the song get the rhyme of the month? I think the song gave it the rhyme of the month. B O B B Y. Look out! I'm about to join that Bill Bunn club. They're gonna find me and something. Right. Hey, yo, Doc G. Hey, yo, Doc G. Um, yeah. Yo, did um, did did hip hop change? Well, I'm glad you asked me, young man. Come on, I got a few something. questions. Trust me, okay. I got a few of them. Let's, all right, let's answer it. Did hip hop change? Talk about this hip hop, yeah. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no, all right? Mm-hmm. Hip hop, I'm not, I'm not saying hip hop changed, all right? I'm not going to say hip hop changed. I'm going to say, say the say people that, in hip hop? 
I'm no, 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 no. Let me answer. Oh. The fans, the fans' mm. tolerance for stupidity changed. The people, straight up. Yep, you're right. Uh, and I'm not. I'm not a mad rapper. I just. I have to tell the truth about this, okay? No, I, yeah, let's let's yeah. go here. Let's let's go into this, okay? Hip hop right. is supposed to uplift, okay? All right, the same way that Marvin Gaye did, you know, when he when he made what's going on and everything. Right. That's what hip hop was supposed to do, you know. I mean, like, I'm gonna tell you something, and I know people get tired because people say I'm on Run DMC's dick, but if that's true, let me tell you why. I'm going to recite a rhyme that Run DMC spit 21 years ago. Was it 21 years ago? I think it was. No, wait, wait, wait. 31 years ago. Okay? Because 84 is 31 years ago. Am I right? Mm. If my math is wrong, check me. Yeah. Nah. Nah, you're right. Okay. You're right. Over 30 years. Here we go. War is going on. Across the seas, street soldiers are killing the elderly. Whatever happened to unity, it's like that. And that's the way it is. How is that not mm. relevant 30 fucking years later, dude? You see mm. what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, he was talking it back then. Do not be a fool, less prejudice, because we all are on the same damn list. It's like that. It's like, then that's the way it is. I mean, it's like those dudes, what they said, while it was simplistic, it was so truthful that it's still relevant 30 years later. Hard times spreading just like the flu. Watch out, homeboy. Don't let it catch you. Mm. Are we not in hard times 30 years later? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let him out. 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 Let me let my dogs out because they, they, they start walling back there and then. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not, I guess. Yeah. So, We're not going to make any who let the dogs out jokes tonight. Right, right. (laughs) Yo, Dr. Giggles, you better stop. I'm gonna tell you something, man. I got I got a lot of my first of all I'm pissed off because I'm like since when did WWE superstars stop working because of a blizzard? I I'm pissed. I'm like my whole Monday is fucked up. I'm just being honest. <laughs> I'm like they 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 in the fucking Stanford office doing interviews with, with Roman Reigns like the worst. I'm not trying to turn this into a wrestling interview, but Roman Reigns roster is the shittiest talker in the business, okay? Why the fuck did he win the Royal Rumble last night? I'm like, if they don't let Daniel Bryan creep in and win that title, I'm not fucking with WWE anymore. I see I see you're a wrestling fan for years. I'm a wrestle head. Look, you see you see you see my gear. <laughs> you know, I'm yeah, like I'm, Yeah, I definitely I'm a, do too. Yo, I <clears> love <throat> Kane about as much as I love Hulk Hogan. Because he did it more consistently for a number for a number of years longer than Hulk in WWE. You know what I mean? 
I think I think I think I think I might have to get I think I might have to get another exclusive interview from you from that. <laughs> we could talk oh, yeah. about that. <laughs> oh yeah, and I, I had the privilege of meeting Kane back in two thousand I want to say two thousand six. But Kane, Glenn Jacobs, he's a very highly intelligent, college educated man. No his face isn't really burnt, but you know, he kicks ass. And I love the dude because, you know, He's a great human being. Even though he's a, he's not really a Republican, but he's not a Democrat. I got to go back into that another time. But either way, I love everything about Kane Jacobs, and uh, he's a great dude. And I hope he doesn't mind too much. A lot of people say I rip off his mask, but I really don't. It's my own version of the mask. Right. And it's black and red, and black and green. I have glow in the dark green infinity signs on my mask. Yeah, and. Um, and my mask isn't really a mask. It's an apparatus that I use to oh, extract yeah. energy from fans and convert it into blistatic rage, period. Right. Right. You know. All right. But, yeah, yeah. But getting back pretty, to what we were saying, yeah. hip-hop. Hip-hop. Mm-hmm. Because you have these younger fans that they tolerate silly stuff. You know what I mean? Like. Right. You got cats to come out, and they, they say silly stuff like, you know, fuck her with a broomstick, nigga, get the Crisco on it, and they'll repeat it 90 times. And people will get in the club and be like, I'm going to fuck that bitch with a broomstick and put Crisco on it because that's what my favorite rapper said to do. You know, and I don't hate on it because I'm like, obviously there's a market for it if the guy is selling out fucking arenas saying that shit but I'm one of those people where it's like you know whether there's money in it or not I'm going to say what I want to say and I feel like instead of saying oh this sucks and that sucks I'm just going to do the way I make records right now I try to write well not try I write songs that I wish was on the radio. Right. All right? When I was a kid, even with LL's raunchier shit, my parents could play it. You know what I mean? Yeah. They could play it because all I would do is walk up to the dopest chick and be like, when I'm alone in my room, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, everybody knows, them L- everybody L- knows what's coming next, you know. <laughs> even even you know, even the doing it song. As, as but you was a fan of, of, of hip hop itself, I see too. Yeah, I'm a fan of hip hop itself. I mean, yo, real talk, I'm a fan of KRS one. Yo, the, remember the I don't know how no far matter I'm what, no, no matter what and shit. That's that's yo, I'm that's I'm gonna tell you like this, B. I'm gonna tell you like this. A couple years back, remember when Eminem produced that joint? Fighting to live with Tupac mm-hmm. and Biggie on the verse. Yeah, I was trying to reach out to Chris so that we could do a verse together on it. Mm. You know what I mean? That would have been dope. Don G, Don G, and Kara Swan. Oh my God, PM Don. Oh man. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I'm not, you know, I'm not afraid of niggas. I, I could battle somebody or I could do a collab with him. I don't care. Oh yeah, so we're gonna talk it. about that too. <laughs> but go ahead. So, you know. But what it is is this. Um, my whole thing is, you know, I feel like those are the two groups that really started the shit. 
So I feel like if the two groups came together and did something dope, that would end the bullshit. That was just my opinion. And we really didn't involve ourselves in anything. But at the same time, I just felt like it was something that needed to be done. Because it was the whole beef was was created out of jealousy. It was like TM Dawn was selling, he wasn't, but he wasn't making dope records back then. He didn't make a dope record really until he made Boom Bap. And that was the last time he dissed us on a title track. He said, on and on to the PM dawn. I bucked two shots and the squad is gone. I see you had a streak in your mm. RAP, but never do you want to battle DDP. And I'm like, and I remember screaming at BMC like, motherfucker, we need to cut some shit right now and fuck this nigga right. up. And he's like, nah, fuck it. I just let him talk. It's all bullshit. Yeah, and I'm like, it's not, a, it's not all bullshit. I'm like, I grew up watching Rocky. I grew up rooting for Optimus Prime to come back to life. You know, it's like mm. you you can't let somebody tap you on your jaw and just take it. Right, right, right. It's like, you know how it was back in the days, MC battling was like a, a big thing. Like I said, my album coming out, it don't have yeah. nothing remotely like that on there. Yeah. But I have those type of records. I always write those type of records, and I keep them for when I need them. Yeah. yeah but it's yeah. not that type of world. I mean, everybody mm-hmm. thought that Kendrick Lamar's verse was going to make an impact, and all it did was make people talk for five minutes, and then they went right back to doing what they do best, singing on tracks and, you know, doing their collaborations. I mean, you know. Yeah. I found it hilarious. Yeah. Show me a tough rapper, and I show you a rapper that got robbed on TMZ. I'm like, <laughs> it's the you know, the tough rapper doesn't exist. You have rappers with entourages, you have rappers with criminal records. Nobody's bulletproof. Anybody can get killed on any given day. You see what right, I'm saying? Right. right. I see said that. I see laid that down yeah. in his song OG. He's like, catch me slipping. I can even get work but I don't slip that often. There's a coffin waiting for the sucker who comes up soft when. You see what I'm saying? So mm. anybody can get caught out here. By the way, Ice-T is my favorite West Coast rapper. I know all of his lyrics. That's my motherfucking right, right. man. And and I did shows with his DJ, DJ Evil E, and I have a flawless Ice-T impersonation when I do live shows with Evil E. So. Salute to that, man. Listen, man, yeah, to all like, the fans that are listening, to all the uh-huh. fans that are listening, this is Doc G., He's he's half member. He's the member that's active right now from TM Dawn. I want to salute. You know, there's a couple fans. You know, there's a couple people listening. I really want to appreciate you for listening. Y'all right now tuning in to Doc G from PM Dawn. This is an exclusive interview with Music I MTV Variety, the analyzer. You know, I definitely had to get into this uh, combo and interview with him he is strictly hip-hop 1988 let me bring that back you know what i mean let, let, let's just go back you know what i mean i'm gonna leave it right then and then but you know i doc g i definitely wanted to ask you was it easier to get signed back then than it is now um you don't really need to get signed now you just mm. gotta do something crazy right. and get famous online mm. i mean like i could I mean, I've seen cats get famous by climbing telephone poles in New York City and start spitting because their mixtape came out. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not doing that shit. <laughs> right. But, you right. know, 
I've seen cats do that, you know. Um, it's it's not easy. It's the same. Everything is the same. It's like you got to know somebody who's affiliated with some type of money to put your shit out, be it drug dealer, be it payola, or be it honest money. Right. You got to know somebody who has the financial capital to put your product out, plain and simple. Mm. I have um, a new album coming out. It's called Maintain the Bliss, all right? Oh, and for cats and for cats and for cats who want to get who want to get it twisted, okay? I own mm. the fucking trademark on the name PM Dawn. I've owned it since February of 2010. Oh, so you you own uh, the okay? I own the name, and you know, so like you're the one who run once again. You're the one who run the Twitter. You're the one. Run the I'm the yo, I'm like the blissed out boss, plain and simple. You're the one and, that uh, run the PM Dog page on Facebook too, right? That's right. I run okay. all of that shit. And when mm-hmm. people say things good and bad, I respond personally. Not my manager. You know what I'm saying? And shout to my homeboy Ben Kaufman, my manager, Dreamline Entertainment. Shout to my homeboy Jason Rossetti, Dreamline Entertainment. Uh shout to one of my uh, Young Guns, my producer, Justin LaFrambois. I don't know if I'm saying the name right, but I'm saying it the French way. And um, oh. a lot of talent out here on the Gulf Coast. And uh, I tried to rock with two other producers before the cat I'm rock with now, and they was on some bullshit. Yeah. And I had to kick them to the curb. It's like... People, like, the Gulf Coast has a local disease problem where, like, you get these cats that get in this lane and it's like, okay, I don't want to be famous. I just want to pick girls up at the club and tell them I'm famous because I'm fucking with Doc G or PM Dawn so I can sleep with them and everything and then bounce them and get another one. But I don't want to do anything significant. I don't want to win Grammys. I don't want to win awards. Right, right. Because I'm like, listen, yeah, get, I already ahead, made it. You know what I'm saying? Right. I got Ken Stacks for performing in front of 50,000 in the Philippines. You know what I'm saying? No, yeah. I, 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 I got, and you've been on got, stage. You've been on stage with the greatest. Yeah, I mean, yeah, man. I've been up. I've been in, and I've been in, I've been in Australia twice, been in Hawaii twice. You know what I'm saying? So I'm right. like, if I can still push my CDL license, Who are you to be local boy and sit on your ass and think that you could make your little whack beats and that you deserve to be paid by the business alone? You see what I'm saying? Right. And that's the shit I get from a lot of clowns in Gulfport, you know, in Mississippi. Mm. It's like I try to give them a shot at being they great. They don't know. And they don't have that line. Thund- they don't have that Thundercats side beyond sight. They don't have the ability to see what's mm. great, you know. And you are you, so, you are a legend in this game. <laughs> well, I don't consider myself a legend because legends are oh, dead. Well, you know what I'm you saying? Know, in my y'all, eyes, yeah. Look, man, y'all called the <laughs> ultimate warrior legend. Three days later, Nick died. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, you know, in my eyes, I'm a legend, man. I'm a fan, and I'm going to always look at you as a legend. You are somebody. All right. In my you eyes, you know, a, Listen, you, you know, call you're me just, a legend, and it's yeah, after midnight yeah. Eastern time. Now, Thursday morning, if something happens to me, it's your fucking fault because you called me a legend. Just remember that. 
Yeah, I, I salute you and always will, man. Always. Listen, um, I got a fan online, you know, that wants to come in and um maybe ask you a question and you know, just you know, they definitely it's it's probably like a it's probably like a trick like it's probably a relative trying to hate on me. <laughs> nah, man. Do, nah. NTG NTG you on? V, what's good, man? Oh man, you already know, sis, man. God bless you. Thank you so much, man. You know, thank you for all your music, all the all the motivation and everything that you do in Philadelphia. You know what I mean? You're looking out for all the artists. I really appreciate you. You know, um, I got thank you. I got I got Doc G. From PM Dawn online, you know, you got any questions or anything, you know, that you want to ask him? Yes, you know? definitely. Forgive my voice, guys. I have the flu, but I wanted to call up feel because better, I am a fan. Thank you. I'm such a fan. You know, Die Without You is still in my playlist. That's like a classic, classic song. You know what I mean? So just wanted to salute you uh, for that, number one. You know what I mean? That song is just incredible, just incredible classic. But, um, what advice can you give to independent artists, you know, out here grinding and trying to make it, but in a positive manner? I heard you guys talking about, you know, certain music, but what if you really live and breathe hip-hop and music so you care what you say and you care about your message? What advice can you give to get into the industry uh, positively? I'm going to tell you like this, and I don't mean to be corny, but you ever watch ESTN? Yes. Okay. You know how when they try to raise money for the Jimmy V. Cancer Foundation? Uh-huh. Remember Jimmy Vivano? Remember what he said before he died? He said, don't give up, don't ever give up, right? If you believe in your talent, don't fucking give up. Don't ever give up. It's the same thing. You know, it's, it's, you, you, gotta, you could apply that to every aspect of life. If you, you have to believe you're great because nobody else is going to believe it. Your family members, your friends. People who are colleagues, they're just going to be jealous of you or they're going to try to force you to give up because they know they're not worth nothing and they don't want to see you make it. Or they might make it to a certain level and they'll be horrified, like, God forbid, he wins a Grammy and I don't. You know what I mean? So don't listen to what other people say. Listen to what's in the left side of your chest. Okay. That's that's what I always done. You know, and it hasn't failed me so far. You know, I you know, a lot of people know it. My name is Doc G, but my real name is Greg Carr, right? I grew up idolizing Run DMC, Hulk Hogan and the Ultimate Warrior. So, whenever things would happen like my father left cuz he was on drugs, He's not anymore, and I'm thankful for that, and he's a very good, a damn good father now. But I didn't have him in my childhood. So for all intents and purposes, Saturday night's main event, Hulk Hogan was my father growing up. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And so I created this thing inside of me called Gregomania where, you know, anytime some shit really went down, I would, in my head, summon the power of Gregomania. Whatever you have, whatever you can create to motivate you, use that and let that be your guide to greatness. That's that's all I can say. You might think it's silly. You might think it's cartoonish or Saturday Night Live, but it's worked for me so far. 
No, definitely. I appreciate it. Thank you. And again, you know, salute to you guys. Can't wait for, you know, you said it got an album coming out. Definitely can't wait for that. Thank you, Maj, for maintaining the bliss. And when I come to Philly, we got to eat some cheesesteak and drink a 40-ounce together. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> and, and, and TG, you want to let the world know where they can find you at on Twitter and stuff like that, you know, and give any shout-outs before, you know, get off. Oh, definitely, definitely. And thank you, V, for, for letting me know. This is this is definitely a classic, classic conversation. I'm just positive, glad you're Positive, baby, going. positive. You already know, NTG. <clears throat> but I'm at, at the letter N-T-G-M-C-E-E. Shout-out to my partner, Ron, my fiancé, Young Draw. Follow him at Y-U-N-G-D-R-A-W. And check us out at www.N-T-U-N-E-E-N-T-G-R-P.com. That's yeah, yeah, you should get a link behind the scenes, man, so I can check that out for real. Definitely. Yes, you know, definitely. You know me. I'll, I'll definitely send you the link, too, Dr. D. Thank you, on NTG, for calling in. You can listen in. You can still listen in, though, and we're just going to mute you. But thank All you, All right, okay? thanks, V. Y'all have a good okay. night. Bless. All right, and even though she can't hear me, tell her I said God bless her wedding because I know she mm-hmm. said she had a fiancé. She, oh, she listening. Yeah. You know, God bless your, you know, your wedding union. You know what I mean? That's awesome. If you give me enough warning, maybe I might be able to come out because I don't need a reason to eat a cheesesteak <laughs> and go to the gallery or mall. <laughs> That's what's up, man. All right. Yeah. Yo, man, Doc G, man, you know, um, I really want to take the time, you know, to really um, give you this time, man. It's an honor. It's definitely an honor, you know. I know we're going to be talking more and stuff like that, you know, because, you know, I got your number. You got my number personally, so. No doubt. You know, this is this is a great blessing, you know. Is there anything else you want to tell the world? Because, you know, I'm going to get an update later on again from you, you know, if I missed anything, you know, I'm going to definitely. No, no, no. You know what I want to talk about real briefly? I'm not trying to What's be up? about What's hatred. Up, but brother? It ain't no rush. Go ahead. I think I've been getting a lot of hatred online from family members. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, like Prince B's daughter came at me online. Prince B's wife harasses me online. And I think it's right, hilarious right. because it's like, you know, it wasn't too, like his wife, is driving around in a town and country that I not only bought for her, but I rebuilt the engine, the transmission, and right. hooked it up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm not going to say her name because it, it's worthless, but she was like a cocaine addict a couple of years ago. She flipped the car open, and cracked her head open, and they yeah. had to put her back together like Humpty Dumpty. You know what I'm saying? And she come out of her face. And she's calling me a fraud and a fake. Right. But I wasn't a fraud or a fake when I was paying your cable bill, paying mm-hmm. your mortgage, saving your house, paying your light bill, keeping your lights on, you know, and then you were in a car that I bought for you and you didn't have the damn decency to register and insure and you just blowing by the easy pass. You know what I'm saying? Right. She blowing by the easy pass on the George Washington Bridge from the Jersey Turnpike. And do you, got do you feel? Of it. I had to do pay those feel? tickets. Oh yeah, did um? And she do you feel me, people don't appreciate? Do Do you feel like people don't appreciate you? I feel like people don't appreciate me. I feel like I feel like people like to use me. It's like um, 
that's why I bounced from New York because there's so many users. I have friends that, you know, they call me and they beg me when they don't have money. It's like I can't buy my my kid Christmas presents. I buy Christmas presents. They get amnesia. They don't want to pay the money back, stuff like that. So I said, okay, I'm not going to fight the world. You know, I'm just going to leave. And now that I left New York, everybody hates me because now they realize how important I was. Now you can't say I'm not going to do something for Prince B because Doc will take care of it because I don't live there to manually go and buy him a sandwich or do whatever else. And so now his his uh, younger brother, uh, what's his name, uh, Jason Cordes, he harasses me all the time on uh, Facebook and everything, calling me names. And it's sheer jealousy because it's like the guy's a punk. And he just, he runs around jealous because, you know, he never got anywhere with his music career. Right. And God right. bless him. He went and got an education finally because he was stupid for years running around with no high school diploma. Right. He finally got it together and got him a job, and now he's taking care of his kids. You know, cause the last I heard, he was scamming. You know what I'm saying? Like where they, you know, him and him and his old lady lived together, but they got a child support situation where, you know, they, they take the money out of his check and all this other nonsense. So I'm like, they were doing stupid stuff like that. And I was never bodying them or in their business, but I'm like, but you go online and you say stuff that's not true about me. First of all, I don't take right. publishing from classic PM Dawn records. You see what I'm saying? I don't make money off classic yeah, PM Dawn just records. just to set the record straight. Yeah, I re-recorded Set Drift on Memory Bliss, and um, the original publishers got mad, but I'm mad at them because I signed paperwork with them punk motherfuckers, and they didn't take care of my family the way they were supposed to. And But it's like, okay, so I made very dope solo albums that they wouldn't put out, but then John Baker puts out those geezers, the Jolly Boys, and they sucked. You know, it's like, how are right. you going to make a reggae mix of Johnny Cash songs and expect it to sell? You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, the dude had these, they were like 90 years old, and they made a cover of Ring of Fire. It was the dumbest thing I ever saw. They actually covered Amy Winehouse. They're like, they tried to make me go to rehab. They say, no, no, no. It's the dumbest thing ever. Mm. And, you know, it's one of those things where John Baker was a visionary in the 90s, and nowadays he just, he has his, you know, I'll say it in his accent, he has his head up his bloody ass. And it's like, you know, the guy's so out of touch with music now, it's like he built this hotel in Port Antonio called G-Jam, and it's just a glorified music studio. It's like... Nobody goes there. All they do is come there to fucking, like, Kanye came there, Drake came there, Snoop came there. You know what I mean? But nothing really dope is going on with the place. It's just, and, and I feel like he's just taking the publishing and trying to keep the place alive. And then when it comes down to it, you know, he don't do what's right. It's like, I made very dope albums. He should have been endorsing them and getting behind them, but his head is so far up his ass that he's clueless. You know what I'm saying? It's like right. he's clueless to what is really dope and what is really good. And if he would have rolled with me and did the right thing, 
but it's like you can't put your faith in Doc G to back the album, but when you want to cheat the government and, you know, it's like, oh, do me a favor. I'm going to fly you out to Jamaica. Uh, by the way, can you pick up all of this equipment from E&H Audio for me on your way? So now mm-hmm. it's like you just you, you heard me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. It was like I get tired of cats. Like I said, that's why I left New York because too many cats was using and taking advantage of doctor. Nobody cared about how my kids was eating, if they had diapers yeah. or clothes on their back. And so I yeah. it was like so Doc took care of his business. And mm. a lot of cats betrayed, you know what I'm saying? Like I had a lot of friends who betrayed me on low or in person, you know what I'm saying? I got cats yeah. who was supposed to be by my side, you know. And they straight up betrayed me and did me wrong. And then they try to ride for his wife like she's a victim. She's not a victim because right. the bitch knew all along she had an agenda. She never cared about my cousin. All she cared about was what his fame could do for her. Mm-hmm. And when he got sick, it became painfully evident of that. And so, you know, she's riding me and talking to the world on social media saying I ripped her off when in reality Prince B told me on New Year's Day that she took his ASCAP check and frivolously, mm. friv- frivolously, excuse me, frivolously spend it. I have an overbite, and sometimes it prohibits right. me from saying the word correctly. I'm not ashamed of it because women love it, but we're not going to go on the wire right now. But nevertheless, she frivolously spent the money when the money was supposed to go to the state of New Jersey because he's in a nursing home that pays for the hospital bed he stays in, and the dialysis treatments. And they're threatening to kick her out of the nursing home because she didn't do the right thing with the money. Mm. And so my guess is that she thinks, okay, because I did this re-record, I must be sitting on a ton of cash. Well, Mm. guess what? Music is downloaded now in 2015, and you don't make the same type of money you make off a catalog that you made back in the day. And so... She thought if she told a bunch of lies on Facebook that it would pressure me and giving us some money. Well, yeah. guess what, Cuter? There is no money to give, so step off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I definitely hear you know. what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, and so as far as Doc G goes, I have a new album coming out on Spectra Music Group. It's called Maintain the Bliss. I'm proud of it. Um, right. I love How many Prince songs? Beat. How many tracks? How many tracks? I want to say, we. I won't know the final cut, but I, I recorded 15 joints. Mm. It's all you? It's all me. And I my vision for, for PM Dawn Records and shit like that is like you're rapping the majority of the time, not singing. You know what I mean? Because that's how we yeah. started out. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, and that's how I like it. You know, like, I my it, people ask me, Doc, what are your favorite PM Dawn records? It fucks their head up. My favorite PM Dawn records are like Reality Used to Be a Friend of Mine, mm-hmm. Comatose. Mm-hmm. Ask me that question again. Who am I? What am I? You know what I'm saying? Uh, mm-hmm. Shake. 
everyone could thank Todd Terry. Everyone could thank Todd Terry. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, of course, that addressed. And my favorites for the Bliss album would fuck people's heads up. Like, my favorite album on the Bliss album is Beyond Infinite Affection. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Zigga Zang. Zang, Zigga Zigga Zang. Zigga Zang. Zang, Zigga Zigga Zang. That's my favorite shit. And when it comes to Jesus Wept, um, everything Don is G. my favorite. Yeah. Doc D, do, do you associate with the fans? Yeah. How do you day. feel about the fans? You know what I mean? Like, like, like what you know? Because I know the fans. You know, I know you got fans that support you a lot. Okay, you know, I'm gonna tell you something. I'm really, I'm really emotionally connected to the PM doing online dudes. Um, mm. if you're a fan of PM Dawn, you should love me. If you're a fan of yourself, you'll hate me. You know, but. I have real fans, like, shout to my homegirl, uh, Wendy. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, she knows who she is. Wendy has been down for a minute. Uh, shout to Mariah, a.k.a. Mistress M. Shout to Kristen, a.k.a. Supergirl. Shout to Chris Rogers, a.k.a. PM Fan. Shout to DJ Macon, a.k.a. Wheeljack. Uh, and congratulations, Will Jack, on your recent engagement to be married. This dude is awesome, man. African American man, virgin, and he waited his whole life and found his woman he wants to marry. Congratulations, DJ Megan, on doing it the right way. I love you with all with all of my heart and with the love of the Lord. So, you know, I got a lot of love for the hardcore PM Dawn fans. Shout out to Tree the Realist, you know, because I haven't heard from him in a minute. And shout out to my over 6 p.m., my man Carl. You know, he's a good dude, too. And I don't get to talk to him often. And shout out to my homeboy, Chief Alini. Shout out to my homeboy, Eternal B. And God bless you and your beautiful wife because y'all went through that ordeal out in, in uh, Kingsport, Tennessee, my man overcame cancer, and he beat it. And I'm so happy for him, his beautiful mother, and his children. You know, he uh, he beat cancer, and it wasn't easy. And his beautiful wife stuck by his side. Mm-hmm. You know, and I didn't mean to disrespect him by saying his mother beautiful, but he showed me a picture of his mom in the 70s where she had, like, a rebel flag jumpsuit on and it. She was awesome, right. and she still looks right. fly. So, Brian, I'm sorry, but your mom is hot. I'm sorry. And I, <laughs> I said it here first. But anyway, um, <laughs> it's it's all out of respect. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. you know, uh, shout to uh, my homeboy Cosmo D. We don't always agree on things, and that's okay. But, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, he's a Brooklyn dude. I'm a Queens dude. So right. he talks his shit. And I'll tell him, fuck you, don't say that shit. And he'll tell me, fuck you, I'll say what I want to say. I'm originally from Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm originally from Brooklyn. So you know what it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> and Cosmo D is the jam on it, dude. You know, yes, three words to the wax. So bad. Mm-hmm. You know, he's that dude. And, you know, he's one of those dudes that he 
what I love about him is even though sometimes he could be a dick, even though he's a good guy, he only has one face, and that's why I always kept him as a as a personal confidant because you need people in your life that only have one face. I only have one face. You know what I mean? Because when you have more than one face, you can't trust the motherfucker that you're rolling with. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That definitely is right, man. Um, yeah. Real quick, Doc G, real quick. You like battle rap? I like battle rap. I don't get the Have you seen? Have you seen the battle one. rap up to date? I'm talking about, like, have you seen any battle, like, any like any up to date? I saw, um, what's that dude? What's that dude from Cali? He he battled cannabis. He said cannabis was a hero. Disaster. Yeah, I saw a disaster punch Matt Hoffman in the face. That was beautiful. Um, it needed to happen because you don't you don't do things like that to grown men. That's that's like it's like Matt Hoffman is the undominant consumer of the uh, hip hop world, and I'm like that wasn't cool. I'm like if you punch me in my face, I keep a double bladed Batman knife on me. So if you punch me in my face, you might lose your intestines. <laughs> so, did you see? Did you see the Joe Button versus Hollow the Don? Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. What you think I about felt that? Like, I'm gonna be honest with you. I felt like Joe did his thing. I felt like classic example. Classic example of an old head losing the crowd. Hmm. It's one of those things where you should have stuck to your fundamentals instead of letting a couple of booze get in your head. Um, plus, you know, at the end of the him, day... Him dropping that mic he, was not a good look. Well, he made more money than the other dude. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, he did. And I don't think that's cool because I don't think he... I think the other dude had more talent. I mean, right. regardless of what I'm anybody say, there's no yeah. way that Joe Button... Joe Button didn't write that shit, but I don't think a lot of cats write the shit. You know what I mean? It's like, I mean, I mean, not write. I mean, it's not truly freestyle. It's like, you say what you say, all right, mm-hmm. and back me up on this. You say what you say, and then as people say things to you, you make personal adjustments on the fly. But you have to write a template for the battle. Does that make it's sense? It's like you got to be prepared for the rebuttal. Yeah, and if, and then right. somebody says something, and then you get charged up. And one of the biggest misconceptions about rap dudes, at least from my perspective, I don't need to be high or drunk to to battle somebody. Right. I just need to be angry. Seriously, I just need to be angry. Like all I gotta do is put my black and green on, and I'm pissed. You know what I mean? Right. right. So I don't I don't need to I don't need to lose my cool. I just need to let cats know that I'm not messing around. And that's that's basically all you need. You know what I mean? Um, but I love battle rap. I think there needs to be more of it. Um, I like Murder Mook. And I love the fact that LL Cool J has an album coming out with a single called Break Your Face. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I wish he would break a couple of faces, you know, out of my hero in the game. Yeah, because that's couple, crazy. He's coming out with an album like that, too. Yo, it needs to happen. But you know mm-hmm. what? Here's, here's my thing. And I'm not dissing Cool J because he's my hero. But if it was me and if I was his kid, I wouldn't call it Go Through. I would just call it something new. You know what I mean? I would, right. I would call it Break Your Face. <laughs> that's right, the Break Your Face edition. <laughs> I would just call it Break Your Face. 
because that's how dope that song is. And but you know what? But I'm gonna tell you like this though. LL Cool J. Pride of what people think. I love when people count them out. I love when people count Queens and C's out. You know, mm. and, and and like everybody thought I was crazy because I endorsed his last album, Authentic. Authentic was a dope record. And you know what it is? LL Cool J is one of those artists. Nobody will appreciate LL Cool J until he passes away. And I hate to say it, but it's true. It's like, no, I, I was just about to say, man, that's... Yo, I heard what Chris been, Rock said in Top man. 5, and I'm like, yo, how is he going to make a movie called Top 5 and just LL and go, all right, he's not in the Top 5 of rappers <laughs> all time. I'm like, wow. half the motherfuckers he put in that list aren't even relevant to hip-hop right now. You wow. know, I mean, he was he was one of the few cats that were like in a battle MC type shit too back in the days. I'm like, come on, man. And then the That's fact crazy. is, but the cool part about what he did, you know, well, not really, it wasn't cool. But my whole thing is this: is like, I hope he had a. I mean, LL was a smooth dude, but right. you know, if somebody says something like that about me, and then I saw him, they might get slapped on TMZ. I'm like I don't I don't I don't like that. I'm like you're gonna say, and LL might get honorable mention at six. I'm like fuck you. You're not in my top five as a comedian, Chris Rock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Right. I'm like yo, you want to know what my top five is as a comedian? I'll, I'll lay it out right now. Yeah, lay it out. Give me the top Here five. Goes. Here we go. Eddie Murphy, Richard Pryor, Red Fox, Robin Harris. Mm-hmm. Gone too soon, am I right? Yeah, that's why. Four, four, Kevin that's four. You need, you and, need Kevin and Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. <laughs> yeah, that dude, yo. Yeah. All right, so there's no. Yeah, and you want to know who gets my honorable mention? Martin Lawrence. Mm-hmm. And Sam Kinison. Mm. Mm, that's deep. Mm-hmm. That's definitely deep. So I'm like, fuck Chris Rock, you know, because you you did you just hello cool you did Queens, in my opinion. So I'm like, fuck right. you, all right. You spent thirty years with an S curl and rotten teeth. You got lucky a couple of times because Adam Sandler bailed your punk ass out with a couple of things you did, and so you got your teeth fixed, you know, because you started being attached to successful franchises through your boy from SNL. Not because you was dope, you know what I mean? So I'm like, right. I, I, I take offense when you say things like that. You know, that's just me. And I'm not a troublemaker, and I don't care. Yeah. I'm not going to say, oh, you know, Anthony lied or he, he pushed my words right. around. No. What no. I'm saying is this. No, this is not, live. This is live right here. This yeah, is yeah, no. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and I, think, I feel like what Chris Rock said is equally disrespectful because remember on LL's first Goat album, the song You Can't Fuck With Me with Snoop, when he dissed Jamie Foxx, mm. what mm-hmm. did he say? He said, once and for all, what's my opinion on Jamie Foxx? He's pussy. Plus he ain't funny as Chris Rock. So he gave Chris Rock props only for you to come out years later and diss him. After he gave your ass props, so I'm like, that's that's not cool to me. It's he like did, a, a backbite. He backbite. That's how I feel about it. Yeah. So I'm mm. like, you know, 
So I, I feel some type of way about it. I feel like, yeah, you know, but I will say this. With that being said, I heard Top 5 is a dope movie, but all I'm saying is for him to make that movie and try to diss LL with that list, motherfucker, you ain't in the Top 5 of the greatest comedians. That's all I'm saying. Um, Doc D, do, do you listen to some of this music that's out now? What's some of the artists you listen to? Ah, it's hard to listen to it. Like mm. for a little while, for a little while, I tried to listen to uh, what's his name? Is it Kevin Gates? Kevin Yates? Yeah, yeah. I like that song "Satellites." That was cool. Cool. You know, but I still don't understand why he said he's Michael Jackson reincarnated. But you know, but I I thought it was an entertaining song. I think that I listened to some of the future stuff. You know, yeah. with Rihanna, love and affection. Yeah, yeah, future, yeah. It sounds, when he sings, it sounds like he's getting a colonoscopy. Like, uh, 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 uh. it sounds like, you know, there's something else going on down below the waist. So, mm. just keeping it 100. I'm not hating on him. I thought keeping it was a dope it 100, song. man. You're keeping it 100, that's all. I just wonder where the motivation was. Uh, 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 right. I thought the shit was hilarious, that's all. And, you know, <laughs> cats want to be sensitive and try to run up to me with 20 dudes. That's on them because I don't roll with bodyguards. I'm like, if you come to me, come to me one-on-one. You know what I'm saying? No, I, I was going to ask. I do, yeah, that's right. I do MMA. You know what I'm saying? I work at yeah. the Allen Delps gym. So, no, because you know, I was going to ask you about that. That that goes right into the criticism. It, it, I mean, hip-hop comes with criticism. How can you not yeah, 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 criticism? Yeah, yeah. You feel what I'm saying? So I was about to ask you that. Like, how how do you take the criticism? You know what I mean? Because some criticism, is, doing, some criticism is bad, and you've been doing music for years. So, you know, you know I take the criticism, and this is real talk. I take the criticism with an eight-ounce glass of vodka with ice. And I chill mm. with my lady while she rubs my shoulders. You know what I'm saying? That's how I take the criticism, B. Or I take mm. the criticism while she's sleeping. I break out the PlayStation Vita and I go online and I play Call of Duty. I play real boxing. Yeah. Something where I can knock somebody on the ass. Right, right. Um, what do you think about the social media? All right, I'll tell you what thing about. I hate Facebook, but I love Twitter. Right. Real talk. I love Twitter because it's like, I don't like that people... See, I remember a few years back when the Internet... <laughs> you feel in. like Facebook is negativity more than, than Twitter. Well... They're equally negative, but it's like, for me, when I say shit on Facebook, I deal with a lot of young, goofy motherfuckers in my life. Right. And a lot of shit would be handled. And I hope a lot of the people who know me are listening. A lot of shit would be handled and squashed if Mm -hmm. grown men would stop being pussies and just come face to face. Everybody is scared that I'm going to punch them in the face or something. So it's like right. cats will go, oh, well, he doesn't like me, or oh, he dissed me on Facebook. And I'm like, I didn't diss you on Facebook. I wasn't even talking about you. But if you was right. not afraid of me and you came to talk to me, I could tell you that. But you won't talk to me because you're a bitch. 
And I'm like, that shit annoys me. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. I, so it's like, I wish Facebook never existed because, like, Facebook. At the end of the day, you, the you, you're normal. You're normal just yeah. like them. Because <laughs> so I'm like this. Real talk. If I got problems with somebody, I say I got problems. Right. But if somebody aggravates me, like, with this back shit, I like to use metaphors, similes. I like to be nonchalant. I like to make you think about it. You know, mm. but I love the people that I love. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love my manager, Ben Kaufman. I love right. my producer, Justin LaFrenbois. You know what I'm saying? It's a cool mm. motherfucker. You know what I mean? And it looks a little bit like Matthew McConaughey and a little bit like Errol Smith, but I'm cool with it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I don't care about cats to try to damage me or try to go into business for themselves. You see what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I and that's where, it be, that's where it trips me out. I feel like you got a big sense of humor. Well, I do have a sense Definitely. of humor. And I just, yeah. like I said, huge, a, things, a huge one. <laughs> this is my attitude. All you need is a handshake and a hug to be my brother. That's that's my attitude, B. Mm. You know? Mm. And cats ain't used to the way I talk. Because they're used to this bullshit where it's like, you know, okay, I saw this, and I want to know what it's about, or I saw that, and I'm like, man, fuck that bullshit. You got a problem with me? Come to the crib, man. If it's really a problem, I'll knock you out in the driveway, and then when you wake up, I'll give you a fucking Sam Adams cold snaps. But, you know, but other than that, don't, 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 don't try to come to me and think because the crew's on some lovely dovey shit that we can't whoop somebody's ass because it's not true. <laughs> it's really not true. And the shit is funny. It's like, I, I'm not a violent dude. All I'm saying is a lot of times cats be getting this shit twisted think, because you're like, oh, I apologize that we won't knock that ass out. And it's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's really not. It's not true. It's like. All the things I've done. Oh, tell you I love you. I'll be you. like. I'll be like, Tell you I love you and I'm, then knock your ass up. I'll be like, I flush your head underwater and now you're drowning. And I'll tell you something. It's like, you know, I could fight cats in this family and I won't get the win because it's like, I love that punk motherfucker. So I'm not going to fuck him up the way I'll fuck you up. You know what I mean? Right, right. So he might, he might give me a black eye because, you know, I wasn't as angry as I get with strangers, <laughs> you know. And it's like, yo, I'm, I'm keeping it. Now nah, the love, the, the love was still there, so you you just had the love tap. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man, Doc G, man, you know this is a blessing. You know this is definitely a blessing, man. Um, what's gonna be the hit single from your from your new album? Do you know yet? Man, Can we listen. know. Can we know? <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Can we know the name of the exclusive single that you're going to, you know what I mean, out of the album? Sorry, right, check it out. Something? <laughs> I got this one song. 
Actually, I got two songs that I really like right now. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Again, shout out to this crazy motherfucker, Justin LaFrambois. <laughs> he had this fucking group called The Eves, right? Right. And they made this dope-ass fucking album called Tides 1 and 2. And if you can, go cop The Eves. It's on iTunes and Amazon MP3, wherever, for digital distribution. Go copy. And the Eves is spelled T-H-E space E-V-E-S. And the album's called Tides, T-I-D-E-S, Tides 1 and 2. Yeah, go copy. Dude, they have, they have this song called Pennsylvania Princess. I met these guys at a fucking club off of Beach Boulevard in Mississippi and mm-hmm. Gulfport called The Chimneys. Right. And that's really dope. Because I met these motherfuckers at the same time I met my attorney who helped me to get my children back in the same club. So, basically, this lead singer, Justin Laframboise, is a fucking ultimate brainiac. He's a good dude. He wrote this song and recorded it and performed it called Pennsylvania Princess. I listened to that song. It put me in a fucking trance. It was so dope. Mm. I love when I get these white soul niggas. You know what I mean? That, unless yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a, yeah. He's, Justin LaFrambois is a white soul nigga, and I love, I, I keep it 100, you know. Yeah. Sorry about my mouth, but I got to say what I said. And um, he reminds me of Daryl Hall of Hall & Oates. Only his balls don't sag because he's not 70 years old. <laughs> so I, I, I'm, I'm just fucking with you. Put it all up. But anyway, so fucking <laughs> <laughs> Just if you're listening, fuck you, I say. But anyway, when I got you on the fucking radio, I'm gonna start calling you Doctor Giggles, man. Hey, listen, who, who gives a shit, man? I'm saying, listen. That's right. It is. Look, Joan Rivers is dead. Somebody got to do it. So look. So here's the deal. I sampled this fucking record and made another record called Her Property, and mm. um, you know. Then I got another joint I made mm. called How Can I Not... Yeah, yeah. Another joint I made called How Can I Not Feel Love. Oh, my and, God. And you don't know which one to make the single? That one's... Uh, uh, I feel like the first single is How Can I Not Feel Love. Yeah. But, um... Mm. I'm going to have Y'all a meeting with the squad... You know, right. and um, I don't know, maybe we'll set some shit up where, I, right. you know, me and you will hook up on Google Hangouts when right. I do the listening party, and you mm-hmm. can hear the shit when everybody else does, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. That's right. You know, I'll be tuned right in with you. No doubt. Yes, indeed, man. You already know, man. Uh, thank you so much, man, for the interview. Doc no, G. thank you. I, listen, I ain't nobody special, all right? And Doc G. And you could have called me up and like, fuck you, nigga. I want to interview <laughs> Elmo. I want to interview Elmo. Nah, man, this, was a, this is an honor, man. You know, like you, like <laughs> you, you know, it, it's, it's, you know I, I'm sure I'm going to, like I said, I'm sure I'm going to get an update, you know what I mean, because there's so much more to talk about, you know what I mean, because I'm sure you watch, you watch Vlad TV? Um, I try to, but it's hard. 
Yeah, some of he he he, he, he he just had Eric Sherman up there, and um, they were talking about is hip hop for black people. And what did Eric say? For black people only, you know, because um, something about Lord Jamal wound up saying something, you know, about uh, is, is yeah, I heard know, that. Let me let me let me speak on that for the yeah, rest. Yeah, about okay? the whites and yeah. Here's my uh-huh. issue with that. Forgive me. I'm eating a snack while I'm doing the interview. It's all good. It's the uh, from PM Dawn. That's right, live. Yep. I'm eating to what's it called? The pizza rolls, and I oh, pour a Louisiana hot sauce on them, ah, and they're, they're magically delicious. So, Totino's does not pay me to say this shit, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just... <laughs> so, here's my argument with Lord Jamal. First of all, why are we asking Brand Nubian for advice? Mm. Look, let's just... Not even Grand Poobah. We're asking Lord Jamal. And I'm like, Buckshot, re- Buckshot responded too to to Lord Jamal. What did Buckshot say? I love Buckshot. What did he say? Yeah, he was he was like, how, you know, when Beastie Boys and all this brung such and such into the door, you know, I was like, oh, yeah, my when God. when if it wasn't, listen, would we even have hip hop if it wasn't for Rick Rubin? So how the fuck mm. can you say that whites don't have a place in hip hop? Mm. I mean, he's a fucking moron. It's like you know. I think the drugs that he's done over the years went to his brain cells and said, Punk, jump up to get beat down. Bam, 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 bam. And just, so he just says random stupid shit. And why? No, no, no. Lord, to put it out? Lord Jamal. <laughs> yeah. No, you saying. Yeah, yeah, Lord, yeah. That's what happened. Because like, now he on Vlad TV talking crazy. Yo, real talk. I got a lot of respect for DJ Vlad. But I look. Yeah. This motherfucker got the nasty on the interview with her fucking overbite and her giant glasses. Talking about, oh, my God, an album with Gucci out. Well, bitch, it's been two and a half years. I ain't heard shit from you. I'm like, well, I'm like, that's the shit that kills hip-hop. But you got nothing like DJ Vlad to put these ignorant motherfuckers out there. Right. I was going to ask you, yeah, yeah. Yo, yeah. Like you hip hop got a lot of ignorant shit going on. Yo, you put ignorant people, you give them like, that's what the problem is. People like DJ Vlad. That's why Vlad. you don't like that reality show bullshit. No. You know, I'm like, people talk <laughs> yeah, a no. lot of shit. No, let me tell you, people talk a lot of shit about that dude with Raff, right? But if you didn't watch his ass, everybody said they hate Riff Raff. But if you didn't watch his ass for reality TV, he wouldn't be here, would he? Uh-huh. Right. Right about that. Now, I respect the hustle. Okay? 
Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you something else that's going to make black people's heads explode. Stop fucking saying that Matt Lamar didn't deserve to win a Grammy. Right. How about that? Right. He made a dope record. Just because he didn't talk about the shit that other people talk about doesn't mean he didn't deserve it. Mm-hmm. And if Macklemore was just a little bit harder, he wouldn't have said shit, and he wouldn't have sent that Instagram and said, you deserve to win. Because all he's doing is shooting himself in the foot. Because like, next time he put out some shit, they'll be like, you know what, we want to give it to him, but fuck that motherfucker. We ain't going to give it to him because he'll just say that the black dude should have won. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, When I look at Macklemore, yeah. I see Prince B in 2015, only a skinny white version. It's like, mm. don't let people run over you, man. Grow a fucking set of balls and stand up for yourself. Right. That's right. Yeah, I'm hearing it right, right. here, man. Like real talk, man. You just would have ran up to me on the golf course and said, why are you rocking the T-shirt? This is my thing. No, because I'm stuck my size 14 in this fucking ass. Mm-hmm. All right? It's one of those things where sometimes you got to let people know what's up. What you, you think know, about Macklemore? Hey, hey, what you think about Iggy Azalea since you're talking about Macklemore? Because, you know, they're okay. saying they like the, 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 the nah. king and queen. Let me tell you something. You want to know what I think about Iggy Azalea? Real talk? Yeah. I think the first time I heard Iggy Azalea, I thought it was Eve with a new record. Mm. Okay? The bitches I was hanging around argued me down. They said they couldn't tell if it was Eve or if it was Spinderella. I said, you know it's not Spinderella because that bitch is rhyming on no new records. Ain't nobody backing it. And I ain't disrespecting D.D. Roper, but, no, I'm just saying, you know, in general. Right. Um, although she broke my heart when she had a baby with Kenny Anderson, but that's something else. So, anyway, um, <laughs> so that being said, so what? She's from Australia. First of all, black people need to stop using dumbass terms like white. People aren't white. They're Russian. They're Irish. They're Polish. You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like people need to stop using the term black. You're African. You're Haitian. You're Jamaican. You're Guyanese. You have a heritage. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Right, so, right. She's not America white. She's Australian. And... Maybe she grew up listening to Eve. Maybe maybe this Australian chick grew up listening to the whole Scorpion album. Who's that girl? La 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 mm-hmm. la and that's where she got that, that accent to rap. So when she talked, she talked a little bit like this night and then yeah. when it's time to bust yeah. that ass, she goes, First things first, I'm the realist. So I'm like, leave her alone. I'm like Right. To do right. that shit at Christmas time was heinous. Like, and, you know, I listen to Azalea Banks music. It sucks. I listen to it. It fucking sucks. I'm just being honest. I tried to hey. listen to it. 
I'll come to <laughs> one too. Now, what do you do? I'm like, nobody wants to hear some teenage girl talking about licking another teenage girl's vagina. Mm, right. I'm, I'm, I'm like, yo, I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not a racist person. I'm not against gay people. Well, I'm just keeping it 100, okay? Gay people that are friends with me have class and taste. They don't want to hear that shit. They don't want to hear it either. So let's just let's just call a spade a spade. Right. You know, it was a dumb idea. It's like the bitch went for shock value. It didn't work out. Granted, yeah, she did a little thing. She does her shows and everything. She sucks. She fucking sucks, you know. And I'm just saying it. I'm not, you know, I don't right. have no say in nothing or whatever. Yeah, I'm not no crazy. I, 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 I'm not. I'm not a fan. You know, I just, I'm not a fan. Trust me. <laughs> And I'll tell you you know, ain't nothing too. against Iggy. Ain't nothing against Iggy, but I'm not a fan. <laughs> you know? Well, I'm going to say it like this. I didn't say I bought the album or the single. Right. But at the end of the day... <laughs> you bought your favorite song. <laughs> no, I didn't buy any of it. But what I'm saying is this. Mm. When it comes on the radio, all right, and... My stepdaughter starts singing trash the hotel. Let's get drunk at the mini bar. Oh. I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> I, no, I think no. It's, me, I think it's hilarious. I'm like, you bastards don't know what the fuck a mini bar is. Shut up. Mm-hmm. But, but 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 you know what? It's harmless. It really is yeah. harmless. Okay. Yeah. If you don't like it, and Jay Z said it on the Power 105 interview. Steel sharp and steel. It all goes back to New York pussy artists, both male and female, running around going, "Oh, I gotta bring New York back." No, you don't have to bring New York back. Mm-mm. Make make great music. That's all you gotta do. Yep, facts, bro. Y'all already know, man. Y'all hearing it exclusive on Music IMTV right here with Doc G from PM Dawn. You already know, man. Any last words, Doc G for the world, before we get up out of here, good brother? Yeah, I'm going I'm to give you some last words. I don't want to meet Iggy Azalea because I don't need to make no more damn kids. (laughs) 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 So look, Iggy, I love you, but I'm getting a restraining order against your booty. I don't. I like my family life the way it is. Stay away from me, Iggy. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) But if we go to Australia and I have a Victoria Bitter, hey, a couple of years later, she's going to be like, nine months later, got a baby. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Um, Doc G, one more time. Um, one, one, one more time for the fans. You want to let them know where they can uh find everything at on Twitter. You know what I'm saying? Because I know it ain't it ain't hard to tell. They could just Google PM Dawn and they'll find. But you know, well, not really them. because see, I'm I'm in a cat and mouse game. But like, my cousin's wife will try to delete me from the PM Dawn Wikipedia. It's the most hilarious shit ever. But um, right. When she does, I'll put it back. But um, just go to. At Undisputed Doc G on Twitter. 
Y'all hearing it right here, man. Don't forget to follow me on Music IM TV on Twitter and Instagram. And thank you to everybody that was listening in. Shout out to NTG for calling in. And we out of here. And good night, brother. Blessings. Hey, man, maintain the bliss all day. That's the name of the album, too. Chief Park. <laughs>